You're listening to No Borders Media. In this audio dispatch, recorded two days after the results of the Quebec elections, three left-wing racialized organizers discuss the current political situation in Quebec. Safa Chevy from Montreal, Maxime Fontaine from Quebec City, and me, Jaggi Singh, provide our thoughts about the election of the Coalition Avenir Quebec and resisting racism. This interview, recorded after another one-hour podcast in French, is intended for English-speaking listeners all over North America who want to know some of the basics about contemporary Quebec politics and fighting racism. Some of the questions we discuss, is the new CAC government in Quebec far-right? Will the new CAC government pander to the far-right and help normalize racism? Does Quebec have a blind spot when it comes to dealing with racism? We also discuss grassroots organizing against racism in Montreal and Quebec City. This discussion was recorded late on October 3rd, 2018, for No Borders Media. I'm on the line with Maxime Fortin in Quebec City and Safa Chebi in Montreal. Uh, this is Jaggi Singh, the host of No Borders Media. Uh, Safa, Maxime, and another comrade in Saguenay, we just finished a conversation in French about what's been happening in Quebec, especially since the election of CAC. We're speaking uh, on the evening of Wednesday, October 3rd, which is just two days after the election. And the purpose of this short conversation will just to give some of our English-speaking listeners who don't follow the media in French or don't follow Quebec politics too closely an idea of what the fuck is going on in Quebec. Uh, we have the election of a new government. They're called the CAQ, Coalition Avenir Quebec, translated roughly as the Quebec Future Coalition. Um, so I guess I'll maybe pose the first question to you, Maxim, and Safa, you can, you can add something if you like to, but a lot of people are wondering and speculating, is this a far-right government? Is this a right-wing government? Uh, have we elected the Front National here in Quebec? Uh, a lot of people have said, is this worse than Rob Ford? Is this worse than Donald Trump? Who the fuck are the CAC? And are they somebody who should be described as uh, far-right, or are they something else? Uh, personally, I think that CAC is a right-wing party. I don't think that CAC is a extreme-right party, a fascist party. Uh, and I don't even think that... Uh, François Legault is the equivalent of Trump or even Doug Ford in Quebec. Uh, François Legault is an opportunist, uh, is uh, some kind of a pragmatist, uh, but uh, I think that he is mostly an opportunist. Uh, he is ready to use any card who is going to be useful for his party, for his cause. So uh, when, you, uh, when you do a serious analysis of the program of this party, uh, there's typically right-wing measure, the typical uh, right right-wing stuff, but uh, you you cannot be serious and really really think that this party, this politician is uh, is, is is Trump, is Ford, or uh, some kind of a far-right extremist. So uh, that doesn't that doesn't make me like this party at all. But uh, I think it, it's not serious to, uh, to, to consider CAC uh, some kind of a extreme far-right party. Safa, are there things that our listeners should know about what CAC is? Do you agree with Maxime? Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, yes, I agree with Maxime. And uh, I also think that uh, CAC is not really a far-right party. It's a, it's a far party. It's a, it's a right party. And uh, and um, and it's really, I think it's a populist. Uh, it's a populist party and especially uh, opportunist. 
and his he his will be he will be re ready to use any card like to like immigration identity and anything like to uh, to make a political point. So uh, that's it. So I think it's a far uh, it's a right uh, party and. Uh, I, I want to share with our listeners uh, two little anecdotes concerning CAC and whether they're far right or not. I, I share the analysis of both Safa and Maxim. Uh, one anecdote is from during the election. During the election, um, La Meute, which is a far right, which is a far right anti-immigrant, xenophobic, Islamophobic group, they were trying to do uh, a visibility campaign. And in doing so, um, Francois Legault had to comment on them, and he said he doesn't like their support, and they're on the cusp of racism. So he made a point of trying to distance himself, although the, re the reply of the leader of the anti-immigrant uh, La Meute was interesting, because they replied by saying in French, uh, but I'll translate, if, if we're on the cusp of racism, so are you, Mr. Legault, because La Meute fancied itself as a party that shared a lot with the CAC. But at least uh, the CAC was trying to distance himself from them and not playing a game of saying, we, we want the support of La Meute. And then after the election, in a very opportunistic way, Marine Le Pen, the leader of the far-right Rassemblement National in, uh, in France, uh, which is xenophobic, which is racist, which has ties to neo-Nazis, um, she congratulated Ago. And again, the CAC made a point of, of saying we don't want that kind of support. Um, so, um, but as Maxime said, just because we're saying the CAC isn't a far right party, uh, we're saying that so that we can understand how to best oppose them. Um, but we're not saying we like them in any way. And maybe we should, with the remaining time we have, get into some of the uh, the horrible stuff that CAC is doing and is planning to do and, and played off on the election. So I'll summarize it really quickly and then get both of your impressions or things you want to add. But basically, the CAC made immigration a big theme of their campaign, which is really weird since immigration is mainly a federal responsibility, but they said they want to lower the levels of immigration from 50,000 to 40,000. They said they wanted to have a values test before people can be accepted as migrants. They wanted to um, have a French test, which if you don't pass, you will be deported. Um, there already is a test, but if you don't pass it, you don't get deported. You just have a chance to improve your French and pass. So those are some of their uh, their policies. They also uh, promised that if elected, they would ban people who wear religious uh, Covering specifically women who wear hijab and men who wear a turban or a kippah from working not just as police and judges but also as teachers or in the public service. Um, they also, the CAC, uh, <coughs> quite proudly declared that systemic racism does not exist in Quebec. So, um, uh, while we are saying that the CAC isn't far right, they are clearly playing with populism, as has already been described. But maybe, <laughs> Safa, we'll start with you. What, what are the things that CAC is planning to introduce that bother you? Um, uh, tell our listeners what, what we, should, we should fear happening from the CAC in the coming days, weeks, and months. They've, they haven't hesitated from announcing what they're going to do. You uh, can already see with... Um the press conference that uh, he made today, and uh, he uh, announced that um, uh, all the people who is wearing um, religious signs, uh, he needs to take off the, the sign, or uh, to, or or they lose uh, their jobs. So um, I think it's not the only proposition, only. Um, Proposal that he made, and uh, last uh, next weeks and uh, months and years, we have already uh, like uh, four years uh, uh, for this government. So uh, I think there is uh, 
they will propose also they they will use uh, again and again the this card and uh, we will be um, aware of uh, of this party and this government and i think the street it will be the only solution uh, uh, for this uh, government the the cac like everybody knows that none of these bans on religious uh, coverings will ever stand a charter test so they've also promised that they'll use the notwithstanding clause um, to overcome that maxim <coughs> when we spoke in french uh, you uh, you have a very clear analysis about why this card as safa put it why this card gets played because Clearly, logically, none of this makes any sense. Um, parents aren't worried about whether their teacher is wearing a head covering or not. The majority of parents d don't care. What parents worry about is whether their teacher uh, can teach well and loves their kids and, and is somebody who, who loves teaching. Um, we don't need that kind of neutrality in the classroom. Uh, so it's clearly a populist measure. And um, can you explain why? Why is this always being resorted to? Why do we have this blind spot seemingly on this particular issue right now in Quebec? And when I ask that question, I do want to underline that uh, Quebec isn't more racist than anywhere else. We're, we're dealing with the realities that we have here. But there does seem to be recently, ever since the 2007-2008 election and all this stuff around reasonable accommodation and the Charter of Quebec Values and all that crap, uh, there has been this real focus on on scapegoating women who wear hijab and people who wear head covering. So can you talk about why the hell this is still a blind spot in Quebec? Well, uh, the historic situation in Quebec uh, is provoking some kind of a weird ambience right now. Uh, the Quebecers perceived themselves as victims of colonialism. And in some way they were, but they were not victims of colonialism, of colonialism like uh, the First Nation or many, many people in the world. So they were kind of victims of the British Empire, but it's, not, it's very difficult to compare the situation of Quebecers, especially today, uh, to the situation of uh, the First Nation or other people. But... Quebecers are still stuck in the perception that they are the they are the they are the only victims, that they are the primary victim of colonialism. So uh, this this is one big problem, and uh, the uh, specifically specifically uh, with the with the CAC, the CAC is playing uh, some kind of a nationalist card, and. Uh, the CAC is playing a, a, national, a nationalist nationalist card without the willing of doing the independence so since they don't since they don't want to they don't want to do the independence they don't want to separate quebec from canada from canada they have to adopt other kinds of nationalism of the other kind of uh, some kind of a protection of uh, of the, the of french speaking people so uh, they tend to uh, to uh, to to choose uh, identity uh, politics and uh, Fear of immigration, and uh, they, they they play this card to uh, to, to 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 get to, to co-opt the uh, the uh, the nationalist voters, without telling them that uh, they need to 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 do the independence. So the 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 CAC has a strategy to seduce nationalists without being independentist, and sadly, uh, this strategy. Uh, is evolving with uh, toward uh, the, the the things that that we do right now that that we saw we see right now. Um, just a, a quick note for our listeners. Um, 
to uh, maybe further a point that you just made. Uh, this election is an example of the realignment of Quebec politics because for the roughly the last 40 to 50 years, elections are generally elections between uh, parties that are kind of center-right or center-left, but what matters is their stance on independence. So you have the PQ that kind of represented one poll and the liberals that represented the other poll. And the CAC's sort of uh, ticket, their their whole new thing, is that we're going to take out the independence question, we're going to fight for a strong Quebec within Canada, and sort of play up some populist uh, policies economically that lean to the right. And this was the election where it paid off for them, especially with the Liberals having been in power for the last 15 years, except for a small 18-month period. Um, look, let's let's just do one more uh, subject because I know you guys have been on here a long time. So uh, we don't want to be always emphasizing the negative here. There is a grassroots struggle against racism um, in uh, in Quebec. Uh, we are speaking to people right now in Montreal and in Quebec City. So let's just talk about how that grassroots struggle looks like. What are the, some of the challenges? And I know Safa, you've been intimately involved in these uh, in these struggles um, in various ways. So just talk about some of the tactics and strategies being used to counter racism in Quebec and some of the things that will be happening in the next few uh, weeks, months, and years as we deal with this populist right-wing CAC government? For me, uh, for, me for example, I, I belong to the uh, Table de Concertation contre le Racisme Systémique, which is a, a group of organizations uh, uh, struggling about, uh, um, against uh, the racism, and we're trying to organize um, uh, consultation uh, on, on Quebec. Uh, we already started uh, to uh, the format. Uh, uh, we already started to work on uh, on the format, and uh, and we almost finished. We this November, for example, we have. Uh, an assembly to present this format, and uh, we will start uh, the preparation between uh, starting from November to uh, March, and start from March to June. We start organizing the assembly, and a, a small assembly to uh, listen uh, to people uh, and the experience of uh, racism in different uh, regions in um, in Quebec. And uh, at the end, we will try to make a, a kind of report with recommendation um, and what we should do in Quebec for uh, against the racism. There is also different uh, initiatives, but uh, this is, I think, the most important now where I'm inv involved in. Yeah, and I think one reason it's so important is that... Um like, for example, um, you, you and I are involved with helping organize an anti-racist demonstration taking place in Montreal this coming Sunday, October 7th. Yeah. It follows up on a demonstration that took place last November 12th. And the reaction to that demonstration in the French media was was interesting because, and not just the tabloid media and the right-wing media, but just the mainstream media. It was sort of like, if you're talking about racism, people, for the reasons that Mac, uh, Maxime was explaining earlier, uh, the reaction is sort of like, are you saying that all Quebecers are racist? And it's sort of weird because if you did a demonstration against poverty, it's not as if you're saying to people, we think all Quebecers like poverty. It's because there's a problem with poverty and there's a problem with racism. So there really needs to be a popular education effort around what is racism and what is this term systemic racism, which what, which is something that you're involved with, Safa. Um, Maxime, the question for you is, I mean, you can talk about the organizing on the, on the, on the ground, as, as, I, as I like to say, but um, 
Quebec City is sort of seen as this sort of place of exception, for better or for worse. And, and I know you react to that, but it is a place where, relatively speaking, far-right, racist far-right groups are strong in the suburbs um, than other parts of Quebec. It's where you have a toxic, what's called in French, radio poubelle, or I guess it could be translated as trash radio, right-wing radio, that every day is basically inflaming the population to, to make fun of women, to make fun of immigrants, to, to make fun of anybody who's in an oppressed situation. So uh, you're an organizer, you're a racialized organizer in, in that particular scenario. So talk about uh, what we should know about what it's like organizing in that, in that terrain. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's difficult. Uh, the, 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 the political climate, climate is not favorable. Uh, and you have uh, in, the, in, the, in, the far, in the far right, in the local far right uh, right now, uh, they have some kind of a, of a, of a momentum, momentum that, that uh, far-left group, anti-racist, anti-fascist group don't have at this moment. So uh, it's, it's been tough in the, in the past few years, but uh, there were great uh, initiatives launched. There, was, uh, there, there, were great, uh, there, were, there were There were a couple of great things. Uh, among the, uh, the, 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 in the in these, uh, these, these, these great things, there was uh, the initiative Bienvenue uh, Refugiés, Welcome the Refugees. Uh, there was uh, the uh, coordination des luttes anti-racistes, uh, anti-racist uh, co- uh, struggle coordination, uh, and there was two mobilizations to counter uh, far-right uh, Islamophobic uh, mobilization, uh, one in August and one in November. So uh, it's tough right now in Quebec City. Uh, the situation is not as worse as many people think that it is. But uh, it, it, right now in Quebec City, it's not, uh, it's not a great place to do anti-racist or anti-fascist uh, organizing, but uh, it's uh, certainly a place where you, uh, you really, really need to do that because uh, there's a problem in this community, in this community with racism, with uh, Islamophobia, and uh, with uh, bigotry. And, of course, this is all in the context of... Um a place where um, in January of, uh, of uh, 2017 we had the uh, mosque shooting. So obviously there's a lot of challenges there. So Safa and Maxime, the purpose of this short conversation, because we've already talked for more than an hour in French about this stuff and we're tired, so I'm going to cut it short. But I'm wondering if, if you have a message in a, uh, for, for our comrades and listeners in, um, in the English parts of North America, which is the rest of Canada and, uh, and the United States concerning uh, anti-racist struggles here in Quebec. Maxime, maybe you can start. Uh, I would say that there is racism in Quebec. Uh, I would say that I don't think that Quebecers or Quebec in general is more racist than uh, Ontario, Alberta, United States, etc. But there is racism in this province, in this uh, so-called country, and you Quebecers need to face this. And uh, I think that people not from Quebec need to ally with Quebecers who are recognizing this. and I don't think that Quebec should be uh, pointed out as the uh, the worst place in North America to be uh, colored people or 
people from a uh, from uh, for ethnic, from ethnic community, but Quebec need to recognize the problem, and it's very hard in Quebec to uh, address uh, to have this conversation. This I, I think that this conversation is uh, is harder to have in Quebec than somewhere else. Safa, your message for our listeners in uh, English parts of North America. Um, I think uh, that uh, racism is um, is a global uh, struggle, and uh, we need really to to work together and uh, make uh, bigger and bigger movement against uh, racism. Uh, we should start for, first by Quebec, ca Canadian, and North American. And my little message uh, is that I share both of what Maxim and Safa just mentioned on 100%. And all that I'll add is that um, even though we were making it clear that the CAC is not a far-right force, uh, they pander to the far-right, but they're more of a populist right-wing government, I can say that even just two days after their election, there's been a jolt of awakening amongst large segments of the political left of anti-racist in Quebec. Uh, this idea that we need to take things a lot more fucking seriously um, because the CAC will be playing this card that Safa and Maxim have mentioned whenever they need to around immigration, around identity, around nationalism. So for listeners in the in the rest of uh, North America listening in on this, with from from two activists, I'm a I'm a English speaker, but Safa and Maxim are speaking a their second or third language. Um, I just want to say that uh, we're expressing that uh, this fight this fight is going to be happening, and we'll do the best we can to to share that info. Because as Safa put it just now, uh, racism is a is a global struggle, and we need to we need to be corresponding amongst each other about how we're effectively confronting it. So uh, Safa Chebi in Montreal and Maxime Fortin Quebec City, thanks for for joining us on this short podcast by uh, No Borders Media. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. You were just listening to No Borders Media audio podcast on the election of the CAC and racism in Quebec. No Borders Media, based in Toronto and Montreal, is an autonomous left-wing media network. We share and create content that supports the struggles of communities in resistance with a focus on the self-determination struggles of indigenous peoples, migrants, refugees, and working-class people of color, all in the context of opposition to capitalism and colonialism. Some current focuses include migrant justice, resistance to borders, anti-fascism, and anarchism. We are in the early stages of our independent media project. To stay in touch, send us an email at nobordersmedianetwork at gmail.com or look for No Borders Media on Facebook, Twitter, or SoundCloud. Much more to come in the coming weeks and months. Pour tes enfants ici, c'est un quartier prohibé, on t'a jamais vu ici, seulement la face de policier. Un QBA, qu'on vivait ici.